Hi, I'm Dee. And I'm Sam with the Taggart Experience Podcast. Inspiring life's experiences. Welcome to the Taggart Experience Podcast where we are out experiencing, doing what we do best. We are in out, we're, what, are we east, west of Cape Wait, just, let's let, let's let them guess. Quiet. See if you can hear this. <laughs> That's the sound of seagulls and whales. Because what are we doing, Claudia? And seasick. We're waiting for a shark. We're about to dive in a cage with sharks, but there's no sharks so far. <laughs> we're, we're calling in the sharks with the chum. We're chumming. We're chumming, except for our positioning, we've noticed it's not great positioning. We're, Sam, explain why. We're right behind the apex predator. <laughs> so we've learned that the seal. Oh, oh seal, a seal. seal. Hey, there's oh. the seal. What? So cute. I love seal. I actually would go swim with the seal, I would like, jump in right now. any day. What is he spraying? What is that? What is that? That's a secret weapon. What? Sardine oil. Sardine oil. Sardine oil. Sardine oil. Oh I know, I was like, it's nasty. That disturbs me to no end. So, what's Gum happening? Oil. We decided to come to South Africa deep under. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that is strong. <laughs> that, oh, oh that might have made me throw that's what it is. Sardine it's oil. It's not even the chum, it's that. And so, they smell Holy this shit. up to one kilometer away. <laughs> oh, that is so bad. I don't well, even only like... had a few people throw up due to motion sickness. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. D, D, just keep it in. You're okay. Um, Wow. Don't smell in your nose. That makes me so sick. Don't smell in your nose. (laughs) There she goes. Okay. Well, (laughs) D, you're okay. You're okay. Just don't smell. So, as we're in the thick of it, (laughs) D, D's in the thick of it. We have, we, have, we have D in the middle of a throw-up. My eyes are watering, it hurts. It's okay, just don't smell. So <laughs> Breathe through your mouth. Yeah. In through your mouth, out through your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and as you can tell, we've had quite the experience so far. Um, why? Because we, you know, we get about a two and a half hour bus ride oh. to come to find out I'm as we're researching. To smell. You know oh, why? Because my hearing it. impairment. I'm so it's it. like it's sensory, but it's like really heightened. So tell us how that works. Oh my gosh, it smells so bad. It's like I used to clean out the chicken traps at Costco when I was working from Costco, mm. and there'd be like a grease, like the oil from all the chicken traps at the end of the day, and that is probably the equivalent. Probably a little worse. Why is it that when you have a hearing impairment, your smell is heightened? Well, because one of your senses is gone. So you have, like, sight, taste, smell, hear, touch. And when you one of your senses is compromised, then you have heightened other senses. So, like, touch and taste and, and smell for me are super heightened because my hearing impairment and my vision loss is lacking. And your sight isn't that great. So then you duplicate that into the touch, which I can vouch, her sensitivity is quite strong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, um, there are some pros to that. And also her intuition, (laughs) we'll call that the sixth sense, is heightened. The sixth sense, yeah, the sixth sense is your intuition. Oh, I cannot do that smell again. Like if they, if he squeezes that sardine oil, mm mm. It's a hard pass. 
Um, the sixth sense, yeah, your intuition. We should talk about that. Does do we feel like we're going to? Do does anyone intuitively feel like there's going to be a shark here? Do, Chad, do you feel like there's going to be a shark here? What's intuitively. Intuitive? Oh yeah. Intuition, so. You yeah. do. Uh huh. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Definitely going to be sharks here. They just started chumming, so it takes a little bit. Fishing is a waiting game, you know. Chad's an experienced fisher. Why it's do you like? It's called fishing, not catching. But like, so. but, but, but without the waiting game, like intuitively, you know you're gonna see a shark today. Yeah. You do. Yeah, absolutely. Are they calling What's it? What's he doing there? Uh, see, oh, noise. See, yeah, they what? just started the vibrations. Why do they do that? I have no idea. Why do they? Ch- what? So fishing. Why do you like fishing? I mean, it really helps me just relax, honestly. It takes me to places that I normally wouldn't go. Like in the mountains or spiritually? Mainly in the mountains. Yeah, like physically, like to physically. destinations. But yeah, it gives me, a, it relaxes me. It, uh, it gets me connected to my higher self, my higher power to nature. It's wonderful. Do you go a lot and you don't even catch anything? Not anymore. When I first started, yeah. But yeah, I mean, at this point... Why fly fish over normal fish? Oh, that's easy. Whoa, a little bit came up. We're good. I'd say fly fishing over any other type of fishing. For me, because it's active. Like, there's bait fishing where you just throw. That's what we're doing now, kind of. You know, we just threw bait in the water and we're just waiting. Fly fishing, you're actively moving, you know, up a river system or around uh, a lake or whatever. So that's the first part. It's active. You're but more you can, looking for the whole... Yeah, you're finding it. And it's like like you get physical exercise out of it. It's just a, it's a win-win for me. And then second, it's uh, like bait is almost cheating. You know what I mean? Like a fly is just feathers and different materials on a hook. There's no scent. There's, there's nothing. It's just an imitation of... A natural something, whatever that is, in the water system that that a fish will normally eat. So it's a game. How good can you play the game? Tell us about a fly store. How there's so many flies. How do you know what fly to use? Uh, That just takes a lot of practice. I mean, there's a number of books that help you. It depends on what species you're fishing for. Uh, what time of the year it is, where you are. All those factors are huge in what you're going to use. Like, if you're fishing the Colorado River in June or July, you know, you're probably going to have pretty good luck with the salmon fly nymph because they're around at that time. So then you get to choose, well, what salmon fly pattern or salmon fly nymph pattern do I want to use? You know, do I want to use a... That's rubber legs or, you know, they all have different names. It's super complex. Yeah. yeah. I walked in there and it was very overwhelming. Yeah. And there's different sizes. It's a lot, yeah. Yeah, what size do you get? What? Uh, it would be overwhelming without help. I think a lot of people get into it with, like, a mentor, whether it's, like, a family member or a friend. or I think it would be almost, I mean, it would be really challenging to do it by yourself. Yeah, I tried and I was like, this sucks. And it's not fun if you're not like, if you don't get good quickly and you're kind of, you have that competitive, you know, ness to you like I do, and I would have quit right away. So luckily I had a good friend who was a guide and he just, he just taught me everything, man. Like really, I learned really, really fast. 
Thanks to Israel. We have literally driven ourselves out to the sharks. <laughs> like, we're out here to, like, fish for the sharks. We're fishing. We're active. Okay, but let's talk about this. The movie Jaws, like, literally instilled fear in every single, every person. Because they made it out to be, like, sharks are intentionally out to get you. When actually, they're, like, shy, they shy away. Like, they said that they're pretty shy when How it comes... How many people die a year worldwide via sharks? They said four to five. Or five to ten is, is fatal yeah. injuries from sharks a year out of how many people are here. That's like, yeah, it's very, very slim chance. How many people die of... Why do you think why do you think they made the movie Jaws? Do you think someone actually, like, got bit by a shark and then made them out to look so much scarier than they are? Well, they just have big teeth, maybe. I don't know. I mean, elephants, 140 people die a year of elephants. 150. Yeah. So, you know, you take the math on that. You're like, we were hanging out with elephants yesterday. Yeah. You know, it's like, literally, we were <laughs> chilling with elephants. But not on, all of us were like, can we jump out and, like, hang with them? And they're like, no. But here we're like, uh, give me the cage. Me, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, if you went off statistics... We would have been more inclined to jump out at the elephants, which would have given us a 10 times worse, no, 20 times worse odds. Yet sharks, yeah, they instilled it. Yeah, they instilled a fear on people. What other things have been domesticated like that? Like what other belief systems? Based on a movie. Based on movies or based on songs or based on historical news. Have we created belief systems that aren't yet set to be true? What? Something grabbed the bait right now. All right, we might be what? Look, look, look! He's got it on the on the rod. Oh, we saw a shark! Oh my gosh! What is that? Michael, get it! Get it, Michael! It's right next to you. It's a shark right there. You saw it, Michael. Seven gill shark. All right, might as well. This might be our opportunity to get in. So, thanks for enjoying the Taggart Experience podcast. We're gonna go jump in with this shark right now. So, hi, I'm Dee, and I'm Sam with the Taggart Experience podcast, inspiring life's experiences. <laughs>